Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. task to preach to you after I thought after the, this one we just dance and we go home I mean if, if it was left to me alone we'll just dance celebrate and go home but it's important that we receive the word of God and like I said I, I have the daunting task to preach to you so I'll make an effort to do so amen Stand to your feet, let's pray. For a moment or two, just speak to God and ask him to speak to you. We've come, we've gathered, not before a man, but before Almighty God. And ask him to speak to us, ask him to visit us. I am expecting a mighty visitation from God. I'm expecting his anointing to be present to heal, to deliver, to set at liberty, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Just pray, ask the Holy Spirit to visit you. Ask the Holy Spirit to visit you. Ask him to visit you. Visit us, Holy Spirit. Speak to us. I humble myself before you. Let your word come in power. Let it come with authority. Let it come to change our lives. Without your word, we are nothing. Bible declares that by your word, all things were made. Without it was anything made that was made. This morning, with humility in our hearts, we say, make our lives what you want it to be. In the name of Jesus. 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 In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, to me. Lift up your hands and just welcome the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Let's all sing it in your presence. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, 
We are before you. Speak to us. Move us forward. Transform us. I take authority in this place. Every spirit that is not of you, I curse it in the name of Jesus. I come against every high thought, every imagination that does not subject itself to the name and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are welcome specially in this place. Have your way. Reach us. Minister to us. Heal us. Deliver us. And move us forward. We thank you. We bless you. What an honor. What a privilege to be in your presence. We give you glory. We give you praise. More of you and less of me. Be glorified, be magnified, be exalted, be extolled, be lifted up this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Well, like I said, it's a daunting task to preach to you this morning. But we thank God for the Holy Ghost. The anointing is that thing, difficult things, easy. So the Bible says that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Now Jesus of Nazareth was an ordinary man moving in town. And the name of the town was Nazareth. But the Bible says how God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. As soon as that thing happened to Jesus, Bible says he went about doing good. May the anointing come on you so that you go about doing good. At your workplace, you will do good. At school, you will do good. In your marriage, you will do good. In the name of Jesus. It will happen to you in the name of Jesus. You will do good at your business. You will do good at whatsoever your hands find to do. Because the anointing of the Holy Ghost and power will be upon you. Bible says he went about doing good and healing all them that were oppressed of the devil. Why? For God was with him. When the anointing is upon you, another way to describe it or what it means is that God is with you. From today, be aware God is with you. God is with you. Amen. So I believe that this morning the anointing of the Lord is upon me and the power of the Lord is present for our use. And God is with me. Amen. Well, Philippians chapter 3 is the piece of scripture we want to read this morning. And we, we have a little discussion from there as the time will allow us. Amen. It says, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I press on to the things that are ahead of me. Amen. So here, I'm just introducing what I'm saying. Paul says that, I don't see myself to have apprehended or have gotten what I'm looking for in life. One of the things that brings retardation, stagnation in life is a feeling that you have accomplished what you need to accomplish. Amen. The feeling that you have apprehended, it says, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. He says that I tell myself, this is the thing I do. I don't see myself to have gotten what I'm looking for. Once we are still alive, there are things to do. Like Bishop Larry told us, yes, today we are celebrating He has been elevated to become a bishop. But there's work to be done. I said what? 
there's work to be done. We are partying today, but after the party, there's work to be done. Because we have not apprehended what we are looking for. Amen. There's still more ahead of us, which we must press towards. The same for your life. There are junctions for celebration. And I see celebrations coming in your life. Each one of us must make time to celebrate every, every success that we chalk in this life. You go to school, you write matric, you pass, we must celebrate it. Celebration has a way of re-energizing you. The feeling of accomplishment has a way of spurring you on to the next thing you are looking for. So then you enter to the university. You finish, we must celebrate. You get a job, we must celebrate. You get married, we must celebrate. You have children, we must celebrate. But the fact that we are celebrating doesn't mean that that is all to life. Jesus did many great miracles as he was on this earth. It was only when he was on the cross that the work was finished that he said, it is finished. I mean, you can imagine when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he could have said, okay, we are done. Because, I mean, you think about it. Raising, look, there are many miracles. One of the most difficult miracles is raising somebody from the dead. Because to raise somebody from the dead is a threefold miracle. One, you have to call the person's spirit from the dead to come back into the body. Number two, you have to actually heal the person of the disease that killed him. Or else when he rises from the dead, let's say he had a heart attack. When he rises from the dead, you have another heart attack and die same time. Do, do, do you get it? And then the decomposed body has to be recomposed for the person to wake up. It's, 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 it's not a small thing. So Jesus could have said, look, once I've raised this guy from the dead, I think that's it. I think we have accomplished, we have apprehended. And many of us, we have come to a place where we are making no more progress because of that thinking that we have apprehended. But we have not apprehended. Hallelujah. Then he said that, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, I reach forth unto those things which are before. Now, Paul is giving us a very simple secret of life, which is what I want to share with us, maybe this week and next week or something of the sort. He said, one thing I do. One thing talks about concentration on what you are doing. A very important key for success in anything we are doing is the ability to concentrate on it. To focus on it. To focus and to concentrate. To concentrate here means to pull all your resources, energy, time, money, whatever, onto one thing and focus on it. Attention, everything onto it. In life, to do well at anything, you see, the, the earth has been cursed by God. God said to Adam, one day God was not in a good mood, he met Adam. And he said to Adam, curse be the ground for thy sake. Or curse be the ground for thy sake. So, and, it, and he said that tongues and thistles shall it yield to you. Now, when you till a ground, we, nobody tills a ground to, to get tongues and thistles. We till the ground to get food. And God cares the ground that when you till it, it should yield tongues and thistles. And he said to him, in the sweat of your face shall you eat bread. So he said, before you can eat, you have to sweat. You will sweat. 
What it simply means is that when you make the normal effort at anything, because the ground is cursed, it won't yield what it's supposed to yield. So it requires that we make more than the normal effort. So that your normal effort is yielding tons and thistles, then the extra effort is making it yield what it must yield. How many of you are coming along? So, if the normal effort takes three hours a day, when you put in three hours a day, be rest assured, tons and thistles is what you will get. And if anything at all, you will get something small from the sweat of your face, which is just for food, just to eat and sleep. And tomorrow, you go back and work again. But to get something that will take you beyond today into tomorrow, we need to put in more than. Hallelujah. So therefore, Paul says that to get the results, you and I must be able to focus our energy, focus our attention, focus our time, focus our resources on the things that we do. So that enough can go into them. Hallelujah. Enough can go into it such that it will bring us the results. That's what it means. Now, in order for us to focus, we must learn to forget about things. So he said, I forget those things which are before. You must learn to. Many people cannot concentrate on moving forward or concentrate on what they are doing because their minds are on their past failures, past mistakes. Even past successes, past experiences. You have come into a new relationship. God has blessed you with a good man. Very good. I mean, good, good Bible, good man. A man who loves you, who treats you good, buys flowers. I hope that the brothers in this church buy flowers. Brothers, amen. The way they respond. Sisters, do they buy flowers? They buy airtime. Listen. Airtime is... What flowers can do, airtime cannot do. No, seriously. I mean, if you are with a sister and you buy her airtime, she can buy herself airtime. I'm not saying don't buy the airtime because easily after church, you say, Pastor said we shouldn't buy airtime. So even the airtime will not come. What a shock. We want the airtime. But we want the flowers. Because what the flowers will do. I mean, if, I mean, my dear, what's your name? Kuban Gamalago. Funda, to read. Is that what it means? To read. Okay, good. So, like Funda over here, I mean, Funda buys herself flowers. She's buying it to decorate for for aesthetic purposes, for beauty. Just to make her house beautiful, her office beautiful. But if a brother brings Funda flowers, it's of greater significance than airtime. Ask the nearest sister by you. If what? It's almost like I've been a sister before. <laughs> yeah. What brought us into all these agricultural lessons? And now you have this nice brother. He buys flowers. He takes you out. He's good to you. He's very caring, very helpful. Wants to marry you. But maybe three years ago, you were in a relationship with Big Bobo. The weight of his arm alone. So anytime he puts his arm around your, 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 your neck or whatever, it's almost like he's trying to strangle you. And you are crumbling under the pressure of the weight of his arm. Very stingy, difficult cross brother 
doesn't understand anything. And he treated you very badly. So now you have met this nice boy called Johnny. And it's like, because of Big Bobo, you are punishing Johnny for Big Bobo. To enjoy Johnny, you have to forget about Big Bobo. That's why we don't advise people who have just broken a relationship to enter into another relationship. Because you are just going to bring your baggage from... Yeah, from Big Bobo. You worked at a place, the boss was not nice to you. You said the boss is racist. So you get another job and then maybe your new boss is also of a similar color to your old boss. But he's just strict. He's not racist. But because of your original boss, Vievut, You, you, you can't enjoy this, your new boss. He's strict, that's all. He wants things done in a particular way. But otherwise, he's a very good boss. You can. So, it's important that we forget certain things. Even some successes. Some of us are stuck with one thing that you, you won an award when you were in grade 10. Grade 10 award. Neatest student in the school. Since then, you don't brush your teeth again. No. You need to forget some things. Forget some experiences. Forget some failures. Sometimes when you have failed at something, when you have to do anything similar or try again, there's that fear that I can't do this thing. I can't, I, I will not do well. I came to tell you, you will do well. Bible says the righteous man, he falleth down seven times, but seven times he rises again. I see you rising up. Yeah, you will rise again. Failure is part of success. We learn from it. We learn the things that we are not supposed to do because we did things in a way that did not work out. Even as a church, there are things we have done in the past that did not work out the way we wanted it to work out. So therefore, next time when we are at it, we don't do things that way anymore. There are some things I don't preach about anymore. No, 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 no. I don't preach about Even there are some advice I don't give to people anymore. I always say, take advice before you fall in love. Or else, when you fall in love, no amount of advice will get to you. Take, I said, take advice before. What advice are you supposed to take? Advice on who to fall in love with. Which type of person, all these things. Take it now. And apply it now. So that when you fall in love, it will be with the right person. You don't need any more advice. But if you don't, you end up falling in love with the wrong type of... And never love somebody who cannot love you. Take it now. Because in the day when you are in love, look, Bishop can come and talk to you and say, look, my son, you are not okay. I, no, no, sorry. I, 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 this is one of the things I have to stop doing. I did it somewhere from there. It was a guy. I said, my daughter, his name was Chipper. I said, my daughter Chipper. Up to today, it's been almost seven years. They're still calling my daughter Chipper. So let me go somewhere else. What was I saying? Bishop can come and talk to you. Nyanawam, nyanawam. My son, my son. This girl that you have found, she's Delilah reincarnate. She will kill you. Tofiakwa, thank you very much. She will kill you. You will say that Bishop is jealous that you have found this Delilah character. 
what you will say. I mean, if I'm telling you now, you will say, I corner. But on that day, you will say it. You are just like Peter. Jesus told him, you would, before the cock crows three times, you would deny me. He told Jesus, over my dead body. Never. And now that thing over my dead body, don't be saying it. One day I was, I, 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 before I got married, I, I was good, I was about to travel, so I was going to say goodbye to my beloved's mom. Now when I went, unfortunately, her dad was there. And this man is a fierce, everybody is, is, even children are afraid of him. Look, you are very frightened when even children are afraid of you. Yeah. He took one of my friends, he put him in his boot and drove around town with him the whole day. I mean, he put him in the morning and then went to town. He forgot. Don't, never tell this story to my wife, okay? You put me at risk. And late in the night, they had somebody banging the boot. Boom, boom, boom. Then they came to, there, there was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, when, if I knew he was there, I wouldn't have gone. So when I went, I saw him. He said, who are you? I said, my name is Daniel. They said, are you are that Daniel? Now, I didn't know which Daniel he was talking about. That Daniel in the lion's den or I, I didn't. So out of confusion, I said, yes, sir. He said, I don't want anybody like this in my house. You would never marry my daughter over my dead body. So, with my tail between my legs, I left quietly. And then I traveled. By the time I came back, unfortunately, he was dead. So, don't say that thing. It's not a good thing. You have given a condition that before it can happen, you have to go and meet God. So don't, don't, don't say that thing again. Now, what was I saying before? Yeah, that's what Peter told Jesus. It can't happen. But a few days later, he said, you say what? I know this Jesus. I've never seen him before. They say you are friends with him on Facebook. He asked them, do you think that everybody that I'm friends with on Facebook, I know them? That's what he said. They said, we saw you. You put his profile picture when he was made a bishop. He said, look, 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 look. I, I, look, I don't like such things. I'm just feeling cold and I'm standing by the fire. Allow me to warm my legs. Don't come and say this. So that's what you will say. I will never say such a thing. It's just a matter of time. When you are in love, love is there. You see, Bible says, First Corinthians 13, it says, now abide the faith and hope and love, but the greatest of these is love. Love is such a force. The whole world, we are all going to heaven because of love. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Yeah. That while we were yet sinners, God demonstrated his love towards us and Christ died for us. Love is such a great force. So take advice. So when people can say, hey, Pastor, I found this boy. It's a, I said, okay. God loves you and so do I. No, no, no. If you tell that this boy is not a good, what they will do is that now they have to make a choice between you and the boy. And you are not a likely choice. Yeah. So with experience, there are things that we don't do anymore. Because of mistakes we have made before. You see a good brother in the church, because of a girl, you give small advice. It's not around anymore. And then we as a church, we have lost. If you can come with, I mean look, if this is the girl you want to marry, marry let's go for You are just like a table with three legs. We just here. We always put weight on this side so that you don't fall down. It's better to have it than not have a table at all. Yeah, think about it. It's better to have a tripod table than no table at all. Yeah. Tripod. If you make a mistake, you put something there, everything will fall down. We'll take it back up again. Then just put the things on it. And always make sure that we tip the balance to where the third leg is. 
Amen. We must forget about certain things so that we can move on. Amen. Let's go forward. Concentration. Focus. Focus your and if you are doing a business, focus on it. Now, in First Timothy four, Paul is talking to Timothy, and he said to Timothy, "Meditate on these things. Think about these things." He had given him so much advice that he said, "Think about these things." Then he said, "Give thyself wholly to them." Say, give yourself what holy unto them. Why? So that your profiting will appear unto all. Listen, church, when we give ourselves completely to something, that is when we profit from it. That is when we do well at it. He said, give yourself wholly to these things that thy profiting may appear unto all. Unto all. Give yourself completely to it. These things. There are things in our lives that we need to give ourselves completely to. Amen. There are things. If time will allow me, I'll share with you. If not, next week God will. If Jesus has not come, we continue from there. Number one. You have to give yourself wholly or give your attention or concentrate on your goal in life. Your goal in life. You have to concentrate on it. Your goal in life. You have to concentrate on it. Many of us have things we we want to achieve, but we are not giving ourselves to the things. Concentrate on your goal. Your aim in life. In Psalm 27, David is speaking. He says, the Lord is my life and myself. A very beautiful psalm, which you must all learn. He says, He says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. He said, though an host shall encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war will rise against me, in this will I be confident. Then he says, one thing. One thing. Tell your neighbor one thing. One thing. He said, one thing have I desired, and that will I seek after. Not ten things, not fourteen things. Your life is the way it is because you are trying to seek after so many things and your your energy is just for a couple of things. He said, one thing have I desired of the Lord and that will I seek after. Then what is that one? He said, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. He said, this is my goal. This is my goal in life. This is what I want to achieve. I want to dwell in the house. That's the one thing I want to do. To dwell in the house of the Lord. You too. What is your goal in life? What do you want to do with your life? You want to be an astronaut? Concentrate on it. You want to grow your business? Concentrate on it. You can't say I'm growing my business when you go to the, when you open, let's say it's a shop or whatever type of business. When you go, you don't stay there. You arrive, open the business, then you are gone. Meanwhile, the business has just, it's a fletching business. It has just started. You open the shop. One hour you say, oh, my friend has called me at, uh, uh, um, <laughs> what, not deal. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So I'm going to see her quickly and come. Then you lock the shop. Then you have gone. Three hours. You are there chatting in her shop. Whilst her business is open. 
So whilst he's chatting with you, you know, hey, yesterday, where we saw Bishop Larry. Oh, it was very nice. And even the pastor who was preaching, I couldn't even see him. He was moving all over the place. I mean, the place was dark and it's also dark. So I can't really see him. I think we need to throw more light in the church so that when he comes to church, we can see him clearly. But where did he come from? Me, I, I wasn't there last week also. I didn't, when did he, where did he come from? Don't worry. He came from First National Bank. Don't worry. <laughs> Busy chatting. Then as you are chatting, somebody will come. Can I please buy? Then she will sell. Then she will come back. Do, do you want a cold drink? Say, oh yes. Then she will bring some cold drink. Then we start. We are drinking. Three hours. She's chatting with you. At her shop. But her shop is open. Your shop is closed. So people come to the shop, it's closed. Oh! She's not there. We'll come later. Then they go. They come. They go. Then three hours, you say, eh, even me, I have to go to my work place. So, eh, I'll see you later in the evening, okay? We'll meet at a flat in here, okay? When I come to the flat, we'll meet. Then you, yeah. As you are coming in, on the way, you just see a WhatsApp message. Say, oh! I need to pass by the house. There's something happening at the house. I need to pass by the house. Then you go to the... Look, your business will never work. It will never work. Even if it's a cemetery, it must be open. Yeah. Even if it's a cemetery business, you are... I mean, not a a, a funeral parlor. I mean, the cemetery itself. It must be open so that people can come and bury it. Concentrate on it. Focus on it. It's by focusing on even even at your workplace. If you focus on your work, that's when you will, you will realize that look, my computer skills weren't good at all. When things are sent to me in word, I'm okay. But when they send it to me in Excel, it's a problem. It's a problem. That is when it will occur to you that even this company, there's no growth for me in this company. And even by just that thought, will make you now start to source. Where else can I? What else can I do to get another opportunity? Maybe even the next opportunity is just by you. When your eyes open to it, you tell yourself, I can't believe it. I can't believe that it was next to me. I can't believe it. Concentrate. You are in school, concentrate. You are not in school to make friends. Getting friends in school is just a side effect of being in school. But it's not like the main aim or the main goal for which you went to school. So you are like, you are trying to win the most friendly student award. Making friends with everybody. Or or you are just into sports. Look, sports is good. And thank God for South Africa, there are bursaries and scholarships for sports. But you should know early whether sports is for you or not. Yeah. Personally, there's no particular sport that I excel in. No, I can partake. If you say, let's run, I can run. Say, let's walk, I can walk. Let's play soccer, I can play. I can swim, black people can swim. Anyway, No, why do you think they put Mr. Mandela on Robin Island? He could have escaped. 27 years, he could have escaped. I mean, but when he saw the water, he said, Hey, what if? But I don't excel in any sport. So when I was in school, I wasn't busy myself doing sports. Look, I was in school with a guy. He was busy 
I mean, when we are studying, he's running on the school field. One day we were at, at lectures when the, 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 the we were at classes when the teacher asked a question. And this guy, his name was Babylonia. <laughs> and the teacher just pointed at him. Then the whole class went, Babylonia. He went to Barcelona Olympic Games. When he came, we changed his name to Barcelona. The teacher pointed at him, and when he got up, he had nothing to say. Then the teacher said to him, whilst your friends were busy studying, you were on the school field breaking unnecessary records, which are older than you. Now you can't answer a simple question. Sit down, you tall fool. That's what the teacher said to him. Whilst your colleagues are in class busy studying, dy dx, you are busy on the field, breaking records that are older than you. Meanwhile, we are in school to study. Look, children, concentrate on your studies. Yeah, concentrate on it. You want to marry, concentrate on it. Yeah, concentrate. You want to have a nice marriage, concentrate on your marriage. Yeah. Because, look. Please don't intimidate me. I'm already under a lot of pressure. Tell these ones not to intimidate me. To have a good marriage is work. No, 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 it's work. There are things that, if you ask a wife, there are things that you have to do. As a husband, there are things you have to do. Good marriages don't just jump out of, of the sky and come to you because you pay your tithe. No. You have to work it and work at it. There are things. So concentrate on it. Some wives think that once they, they are very nice, when they get married, then I don't know what happens. I mean, when you were beloved, you could dress more than Princess Diana. Now that you are married, it's like you are forgotten yourself. You are forgotten whether you are a man or a woman. Yeah. You won't do your hair again. I mean, your hair is always dry. Well, the Bible says, let your head lack no precious ointment. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, it's always dry. Sometimes, sometimes when I, it's, it's like you just came out of a hurricane. Boom! <laughs> hurricane Dineo. I mean, your hair is all over the place. We can't tell which direction. I mean, as for hair, it must go in one, either 1st Corinthians or 2nd Corinthians or something. One direction. But it's all over the place. I mean, we can't tell what the aim, what the aim was when you were doing the hair. you are wearing a wig one wig that you are wearing every day that wig every day every day seven days a week you are wearing the wig oh you just gather all your head and you put the wig on it and the wig is also bigger than your head so if you ask you are coming it's obvious that you are wearing a wig When we tell, so you know my husband, he doesn't mind. We mind. I said we mind. Tell the nearest sister that we mind. 
One of these days we'll be doing praise and worship and the wig will come off. Concentrate on your goal for as a church, we have to concentrate on our goal. What is our goal? To spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and to build a mega church. That is our goal. It has not changed. The fact that we have a bishop doesn't mean it has changed. In fact, the fact that we have a bishop has even come to emphasize on the point. Because we can't have a bishop presiding over a small church. It has come to put even more pressure on us to grow the church. Last Sunday, I was at the first love church, UKZN, and I learned something fantastic. Five things you must bring to church or you must come with when you are coming to church. They said number one is what? A Bible. Number two is a notebook. Number three is a pen. Now, these things were put together before the iPad each, so... Allow. And number four is what? An offering. And number five is a friend. Yeah. Say it to your neighbor. Number one is what? Number two is what? Number three is what? Number four is what? Number five is what? Yeah. When I heard it, I was so blessed. A friend. A Bible, a notebook, if you have a tablet first three covered then an offering and then a friend I, I was having a discussion with somebody and I was telling the person that back in the day I don't really remember and I've been in a lot of our lighthouse churches I don't really remember that it's like we were so busy it's like we are doing a crusade here we are doing a mass outreach here we are no 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 even even when i was in london when i was in our church in london london you can't do a crusade it's now that we have gone crazy that we are doing street crusade but you can't easily do a crusade no you can't do a crusade you can't preach in a bus if you are going to preach in a bus you have to calculate Okay, I'm going to start preaching and my stop is the next one. So that you just preach. By the time they say they are calling the police, you have reached your stop, you are out, you have gone, that's all. Or that night, you preach to, to prisoners. No, you will. So, the, the things that we think make a church grow, you are not able to do that. But the church was growing. Why? Because the church had a culture of everybody, bring your friend, bring somebody. How many of you are worshipping for the first time? You see, they are first timers. Who invited you, this person? Who invited you, this? Just like that. And the church grew steadily. It's a culture we must bring back to the church. I always say that, look, everybody is a member of this church. And we must give them the opportunity until they say no. Hey, but she goes to um, hot light church in air. It doesn't matter. When you ask people questions, eh, I've realized that the first thing they think about it, what answer is politically correct? So if you meet somebody at a nightclub and you say, do you go to church? You say no. Because, I mean, it doesn't sound right to be in a nightclub to say, I go to church. You can meet the same person on Long Street. Long Avenue. Long Market. And do you go to the same you say yes? Same person, on the same day, you met two different answers. They, they, they process it. We are, we are rational human beings. We want to look good. So they process it and say, if I say yes, I'll be good. So yes. If I say no, I'll be good. So no. So when you meet her, I go to, look, when we were in Port Elizabeth, we, we had to move the church. We got a better place. Like this church, we've moved it. We've been to various, I mean, all over the place. Our church in Port Elizabeth was also like that. till we eventually bought a building. Now, 
I was moving the church one day, and then a lady was told that the church is moving. And she said, Pop, why is Rev moving the church without telling me? No, it's a legitimate question. I'm a member of the church. If you are moving the church, I mean, you have to let me know because how would I find the church if you don't tell me where the church is? But my amazement was that, you see, between the last time the person came to church and that particular move, it was the second time we were moving. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like the move that she was complaining about. We have, it was the second time we had moved from where she knows to a place. And we had been there for eight months. And we were now moving to another place. Then she had. She was, she wasn't happy that I didn't inform her that I was moving the church. So when you meet somebody like this, somebody said, do you go to church? Guess what her answer will be? Yes, I go to Lighthouse Chapel. I'm into Anakazu. When she uses these words, you become frightened. I'm into Anakazu. I'm into Biazu. I'm into Anadia. You say, oh, this is a real church member. She's lying. She has not been to church for eight months. But I'm sh- Look, one day we were eating somewhere where we met her. Hello, my pastor. She had not been to church for seven years. Yeah, that's how she, she was the waitress. She said, hello, my pastor. And she went to call her colleagues. Said, this is my pastor. Seven years, she has not darkened the doorway of the church. Yeah. And, and think about it. You, a serious member of this church, if somebody invites you to a church, you will never go. That is how you should know who goes to a church. Yeah. If the person is serious, the person will not come. So don't say, oh, she goes to this church, she goes to um, Christ ambassadors, she goes to Christ people, she goes, no, 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 your job. You see, when, 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 when McDonald's is making an advert on TV, they don't consider what KFC is doing. They just put their advert out. So, oh, these people, they go, they eat KFC. No, they'll put it there. Pala, pa, 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 I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't say, oh, be careful, all KFC lovers, you may switch off your TV now. Uh, no, 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 no. They put their advert there. It's an open advert. We too as a church. That's how we must operate. Give everybody a chance. We have to concentrate on it. Everybody must go. At your workplace. You see, this thing is the simplest thing to do. It doesn't take pastors. It doesn't take shepherds. It doesn't take extremely serious Christians. It doesn't take radical Christians. It just takes everybody. At your workplace. At your workplace, you must have a list. Of everybody at the workplace, from the boss to the lowest person, you must at least pass through my church once. Then you can decide whether you will join the church or not. Yeah. At your school, everybody in your class, you must pass through once. We must concentrate on it. If we don't concentrate on it, we can't achieve it. So I pray for us as a church, as I bring this sermon to you. Next week, we'll look at the other things that we concentrate on. That may we focus on our goal for life. Focus on it. Focus on it. It will push you to do the things you need to do to achieve it. Focus on it. Concentrate on it. It's through concentration on building the church. That's why today... Our very own pastor has been consecrated a bishop. Concentration. Concentrate. Concentrate on it. Concentrate on what you are doing. Don't focus on what somebody else is doing. See, these people, the way they are doing that, maybe I should change and go and do. You don't need to change. Concentrate on yours. In due time, Paul says that if you don't grow weary, you will reap. In due time. 
Just concentrate, focus on it. You will begin to see results. May you see results happening in your life. I said, may you see results happening in your life. In the name of Jesus. Anything that takes away your concentration from today, it will not happen anymore. Sometimes you have people, when we start something fresh, there's a lot of zeal, there's a lot of energy. Then after a little while, our hands grow weary. From today, may your hands not grow weary again. May you concentrate on what you want to achieve in this life. Folks, I'm not out of word, but I'm out of time. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. If you are clapping, clap. It's free. Lift your hands to Jesus and pray for yourself this morning and pray and say, Lord, help me to focus on what I'm doing. Help me to say like Paul, one thing, one thing I do, one thing I do, one thing I do, this one thing I do, that I may give myself completely to it, that my profiting will appear. And to all, and to all, and to all. Thank you, Jesus. Pray, pray, pray this morning. Lord, help us. Lord, help us. Lord, help us. Father, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Your word declares that we will receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon us. Help us. Help us. Help us to concentrate. On what you have led us to. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help everybody under the sound of my voice. Help us. Ask the Lord to help. David said, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help comes from God. Who made the heavens and the earth. Pray, pray right now. Pray right now. Pray right now. Lord, help us. Help us. Help everybody under the sound of my voice. Let us be achievers. Let us be people who accomplish things for you, Lord. Accomplish things in our lives that our lives will be meaningful and our lives will be fruitful to us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Lord. In the name of Jesus, every weary hand strengthen, Lord. Every weary hand strengthen, Lord. Let nobody under the sound of my voice give up before their time, Lord. Give up before their time, Lord. Give us the strength to press to the end, Lord. To push to the end, Lord. To concentrate to the end, oh God. In the name of Jesus, that our prophecy will appear, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Manoski paloba se kalobala. Kibolaba se palolo se. Palosi palikayaba so paliosi kabale. Randolobos kilebebe shapaliosi kala. Kimolaba se palekose. Malikosi palaya. Kamolaba se paleosi tola kala. My God, my God. Makeloba se palaya. Help us, Lord. To be at it and to focus at it. Until we see victory. Until we see victory. In the name of Jesus. I do to you. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing, Lord. I surrender. I surrender all to you. 
Withholding nothing. Everybody singing withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. I surrender. I surrender to you. Everything. Everything. I give to you. I surrender. I surrender all to you. Everything, everything I give to you. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Yes, withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Withholding nothing. Father, thank you. We bless you. Help us by your spirit to focus on what you have given us to do. To focus on our goals for this life. What we have planned to achieve with our lives Give us the strength To focus and to press I pray Lord Every weary hand here Lord I pray for a release of strength I pray that they be re-energized To continue in them Your word declares that we should continue in these things That our profiting will appear Lord pray. Let none under the sound of my voice give up before the time of the harvest. In the name of Jesus. I thank you. I bless you. In Jesus mighty name. And everybody said Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. How many of us will focus on what we are doing? Just a little concentration and your light will break forth. Hallelujah. You are here this morning, this afternoon. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. You are not born again. I want to pray with you so that Jesus will come into your heart. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. What it simply means is that when you die, you will go to hell. And the Bible tells us that it's appointed unto man once to die. One of the most certain things in this life is that death will come. After that, there is the judgment. And there's only one thing that will save you from that judgment. Bible says there's only one name given under heaven through which men shall be saved. And it's that name, Jesus. So this morning, I want to give you a chance to invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. So that that day when we stand before Almighty God, our names will be found in the book of life so that we will not go to hell. You are here like that, every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to invite Jesus into my heart. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Every eye, every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you from wherever you are. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to invite Jesus. Don't look around. Don't look at anybody. Just concentrate on your life. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. If your hand is up, come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. You can sing now. Come to me. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand and said, Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Come, I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Please stand and look at me. Wow. Can you please be? Thank you very much. I know I'm tall, but don't worry. Thank you. Heaven is also up. Okay. Pezulu. Good. 
Let's pray. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, I am born again. I will love you. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for this gentleman and this lady. Bless them. Fill them with your spirit. Wash them with your blood. Let them live for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wonderful. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Petrov Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.